diversifying podcast platforms presents a new sound has hit the podcast platforms it's an insight to the sound of the random thoughts of motherhood true because it's unscripted and honest family because that's what we talk about vibes because we choose to get the positive vibes out of the challenges that life throws at us today's random topic is so the other day my daughter says to me um mommy when I'm when I'm really big are we gonna have three mums in our family so I look at her and I'm like no because she's basically learning about uh relationships at nursery and it's you know some families have two mums some families have two dads some families have one mum some families have one dad some families have one mum one dad you know all of that um so she's sort of trying to work this out so she says if if her and her sister when they're big will it make there be three mums in the family so I said no I said I'm your mum but you will be your mum when you look after a baby or if you have a baby when you're big and your sister too and she looked at me and did this like kind of tantrum where she's like I don't I don't want to have a baby. She didn't say I don't want to have a. I don't want to be a mum. She said I don't want to have. I don't want to be have a baby. So I said okay, that's fine. And then she looked at me a side look, and she said to me like, "How does it feel to have a baby?" I was so shocked that this four year old is asking me this. So I said, "Oh, it feels good. Feels great. Babies are lovely." And then she looked up in this in the air like hmm and she then she looks and she says but when they're in your belly they punch you and I was like yeah and when they come out of your belly they cry for milk and I was like yeah but they're so lovely and cute and they they have so much love and she she just kind of looked at me like Okay. Um, but it made me think how actually, like, when when you go through all the things you go through when it comes to your, your journey of having a child um, and wanting a child, you go through so many emotions and the last thing that you'd probably summarise it would be, oh, it's great. <laughs> it just, it just does, it's just, that word just doesn't actually explain anything but yet it does explain everything as well because you know from her point of view she's watched me um vomit you know I've been bedridden with this last pregnancy um I have had so many painful contractions um and I have had such uh you know my labor experience my birth story was just like ah and and then afterwards, the recovery has been rough. Like, I've even needed physio. And, um, you know, you're tired. You're um, looking after kids. Then you're up all night feeding and looking after a baby. And again, the word great is probably not the best word. But when I had to summarise it like that, that was the first thing that I came up with. Like, how does it feel? It feels great. Um but it's so funny because actually for the person who sees the story 
you know, like from her point of view, it doesn't look that great, you know, <laughs> it doesn't look that great, it looks like a lot of work, it looks like a struggle, it looks like a battle, yeah, there's fun, there's joy, but is it great, mummy, is it great, you know, I really hope I haven't put my kids off having kids, that is my, um, <laughs> but I'm sure they'll forget about this moment, it's just, it's a bit fresh at the moment, um, but you know, like, so many people, their journeys of 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 conceiving a baby, of um, carrying that baby for nine months, and then afterwards going home with your child, you know, everybody has such a different story of that. I remember I I did a role where um, I I got trained and I worked with new mums, and everyone that did it was new mums as well and we mainly supported mums with breastfeeding and one of the most powerful things that we did one time is they said you know I want you to write down your story of of having your baby whatever comes to mind and you have to just write non-stop for five minutes just write non-stop just don't think and don't nobody's going to read it and just go from the heart but you cannot stop your hand you know and uh, we went and we we just wrote, this was probably about eight or ten women, just wrote our stories and, and then surprising how you perceive how, what comes out of you because this was probably about six months after birth. And, you know, there's so much of the journey of, of having a baby and the labour that women then don't talk about. You either don't talk about it because you don't want to seem depressed you don't want people to be like, ah, postnatal depression here. You also don't want to be ungrateful that you've had a baby. Um, but some of it is traumatic, you know. And all these women, we they said, you know, if you want to, you can share. And a few people shared their story and just read it out. And we just cried. Like, we just all heard bits of each other's story and just cried. And we didn't even have to say anything. It wasn't like, oh, let me try and cheer you up about your story. It was just like, wow, you know. And some people's story was, you know, the the struggle of getting pregnant, the 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 long awaited child, and then when it finally came, the the difficult pregnancy, and and then the the easy birth, the easy birth, and and enjoying the newborn phase. For other people, you know, getting pregnant and it completely changing their lifestyle, drinking, smoking, going out, having to change so much of the dynamics of their relationship caused struggles. And, um, you know, then difficult, difficult birth, um, the birth that just didn't go to plan. Some people struggle with the newborn stage. Um, The baby is not doing much and I'm not going out. And my friendships have changed. And um, and others love it. They love it. They say that's the best bit before the kid can talk back. You know, and they, they just lap up the fact that this baby needs them. And uh, they love that feeling. Whereas fathers find it overwhelming and they want space. Um, many, many mums have just had challenges with, with who their midwife was. And if they felt listened to if they felt supported, if they understood what was going on. And everyone's story was so different. Everyone's story was so different. And every 
every well some were similar actually and some of them were nice to hear that someone else had felt that feeling or had gone through something similar but no one's journey was exactly the same um and so many things had never been shared before um it's amazing how much women can carry you know um emotionally mentally how much they can just carry 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 and it and it comes forth in 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 other emotions in other um ways sometimes when we don't fully process some of the experiences that we've been through and and it's really hard um and one really hard um to just listen to just listen to somebody not bring in your own story and when we were getting this training it was peer support training it was all about can you listen to someone's story and just hear their story without comparing your own story or putting aspects of your story in your mind while they talk? Can you just hear them? You don't even have to think about what you're going to say, like in response to their story, but just listen and just say, you know, that you appreciate them sharing it with you. So much of the time we miss out on listening to people because we're too busy thinking and talking and comparing and and we and yeah, we miss out. We miss out on just genuinely hearing people's what they go through. You know, some people are single parents and their their struggles are real. But that doesn't mean that married people who have babies don't have real struggles too. We don't need to compare. We don't need to have friends that have similar stories to us. There's actually such a, a benefit in in being friends and having uh, doing the parenting journey with people that do it in different ways. You can learn so much from other people. You can learn from their style. You can learn from just seeing how how they do it. You know how do they do it? As, you know, I remember some people put their kids uh, to bed really late. You know, so they get a bit of a lion and and it helps them. Other people put their kids to bed early because they want to have their own space. Some people have a very flexible, chilled out parenting uh, style and other people need a routine, got to have a routine. And, and I think what becomes a challenge really is when you're a parent, being friends with people that have a different style than you can be a bit conflicting. Um, but wouldn't it be easy to just be friends with everyone that parents the same way? I mean, it would be easy. It'll be easy because you're just all there doing the same thing. But where's the interest? Where's the challenge? And and really, are you genuinely friends or do you just have a common parenting style? You know, I love uh, being around people who parent in different ways. I find it fascinating. I find it so fascinating that what works for one person just completely would not work for somebody else. And I love the fact that children are so different. Family dynamics are so different. Some people uh, follow books to parent. And some of the people that have written those books haven't even had kids. Um, and yet some of the things that they say is right on. And it and it really works. And people do it. Uh, and they follow it like it's Bible. And other people, it's just like the worst advice you could ever give. I think so much in life is, is, is you know, thinking, oh, let me give you a 
advice. Let me give you advice. Oh, you find that hard? Well, I know, I'm going to give you advice. Sometimes people don't want advice. They just want you to listen to them. Like when you're just there going, you know, my kid won't sleep. I give them a bath. I read them a story. Um, You know, we have no screen time. And then they, they only sleep at 12. And then you, the first thing you go is, have you tried this? Have you tried that? Have you tried this? Did you know there's a book that does this? And instead of just going, oh, that's tiring. Do you know that might be exactly what they need? Just, just, there's just that sort of like confirmation that like that must be hard on you. Or let me just, just put myself in how that would make me feel and, and not give you advice. I think that's, that is, uh, really overlook the fact that people a lot of the time don't want advice and actually if they want advice they ask they go what do you think I should do and then they tell you the story they're just telling you stuff about parenting most of the time they just want to be listened to yeah that's and and the thing is you know not everyone if whether you've got a partner or not people don't always speak to their partners about um these things. Sometimes they do want to speak to another mum or dads want to speak to another dad. Sometimes they, it doesn't work with the, the opposite sex, you know, it, because our emotions are different, our feelings are different. And, um, and I think it's, it's, again, it's that thing. You don't want to, you don't want to compare. You don't want to feel judged. Um, but sometimes you just carry the struggles uh, of parenting and you don't share them and you google them and then it tells you that your kid's got some sort of disorder and you freak out and uh and some of the time it's just not the case it's the case that sometimes kids are going through phases and and they change and some of it is is your parenting style may need to change may need to adapt it may be that the, your child needs to put certain boundaries in place. It may be that your child's wild, wired like this and actually you need to learn to, how to understand your child, your individual child's needs. It could be a range of dynamics and a range of things that have happened in your child's life that have impacted how they sleep, how they behave, that they need to process. It could be their diet, it could be their screen time, it could be that they need to be outdoors more, it could be so many things, but it's it's you as a parent to work that out and to explore that. And, and, and one of the best ways you can do that is to just surround yourself with a range of different ways of doing things and take little bits out of different people's pots and make your own pot too. You know, um, the sad aspect I guess of the pandemic is how you can't meet random people as much you know you can't just go to those baby groups uh you you've got masks on you're socially distanced and you you don't know what what you're fully allowed to do um are you allowed to go out for a drink after is that is that not allowed you know uh, it is it's changed and and it's very hard to meet meet new parents when everyone's stuck at home and when you want to go to a baby group, you've got to sort of register online and book a place. Or when you go there, if you have to social distance and you've got a mask on, um, there's just extra barriers. And, and some people groups are not for them. They don't like that atmosphere. 
Uh, it'd be better to just, you know, join a class, join a gymnastics, join a baby massage, go swimming with your baby. Um, you know, all those things are, are important too. But it is really valuable to to be friends with people um, as a parent to be friends with people not based on the fact that they parent the same way as you um, even if your kids are different ages if you're if you get on that is good you know don't just just hang out with people because your kid your kids get on that's so easy let's go for a challenge here like let's let's let our kids be in environments where they see different parenting styles and they see different ways uh, they have friends that are different to them um and and again like i said the pandemic has made it hard to do that it's made it harder to do that um but we do need to do our part we need to kind of make that bit of effort um to just be out and about and just being out and about is is good enough Gen- you you you're probably going to have some interaction with somebody somehow um and um yeah it's it's important to not parent alone when you parent alone you never get that opportunity to see things done in a different way um you you lose a lot of your own social skills um your kid can be you know out going to school building social skills and you're at home all day and and then at weekends you're not doing much and it's not good for you as well it's good for for you and your kid to to build on your social skills and to not have your social life driven fully by your your kids as well and who 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 it fits to to spend time with because your kids nap at the same time and your kids like get tired at the same time or you know it, it's it's good to try and mix it up and it's a challenge it's a challenge to do it but it's it's much more rewarding in life to have a life filled with people that do things in different ways that you can learn from that they can learn from you and that you and your kids can just learn to be with different people who wants to be with people that are all like them not me thanks for listening to my random thoughts now go get a cup of tea and listen to your own random thoughts and have a good life and have fun in life life's too short man thanks for listening to the show i'm learning lots of new skills while making this podcast so bear with me too i'll try and upload new episodes each thursday this podcast has become my hobby it's my side hustle it's my passion to promote positive maternal health support the show by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash true family vibes